Hey guys, it's Adam coming to you live from New York City here in the Drunk Gossip Studios. And we've been out celebrating my birthday tonight, so um, this is going to be a little drunker than normal. And um, so just a little funny side story real fast. Um, my The producer will. Um, one day you will actually hear him speak because I will record when he's around and you will hear him yelling at me that I need production notes. Uh, he was like, there'll be a lot less ums and uhs and I should look that up. And he's completely correct. There would also be a lot less fucks. And, you know, who doesn't like me saying fuck? <laughs> um, and I, can, I already hear all the texts from Will and, and Mandy and Mary T saying, what the... What what was wrong with you? Why did you record when you were drunk? Um, and the reason why I'm recording is because the big story that I've been following that I wrote about, um, Megan Kelly is officially no longer an NBC employee. Now there's contradicting stories out there right now. Um, I don't know which one is true. The the prevailing one right now is, um, she's walking away from NBC with. Um, the rest of her $60 million contract um, paid out, and um, there's a no-compete no clause. Um, if, if that's true, that's really unusual. First of all, that they paid her the rest of the contract, um, especially since they were so adamant that they were not going to do that. Um, and that they didn't put a no-compete clause in there. Um, some some of the series that I've been hearing and um that actually resonate a little bit is um they didn't insist on a new compete clause because she's still toxic and she needs to rehabilitate her image. Also, she's been off the air um since October. So that's November, December, January, that's three months. Um, it would take a minute for her to negotiate a new deal, um, and for them to, for her new employer to find her a place. Um, of course, this is all speculation. NBC is not revealing any of the details. Neither is uh, Megan's team. What we know for sure, um, is that NBC put out, um, just earlier tonight while I was out celebrating my birthday, a statement saying hey, Megyn Kelly's no longer an employer of NBC. And there could be a few reasons for this. Um, the one that jumps right to my mind is with Kathy Lee leaving um, and the new host getting ready to debate, debut um, the news third hour of NBC, they probably didn't want the Megyn Kelly of it all hanging over their heads. So they probably... If if they did pay out the full amount of the contract... They probably went to the um, corporate or overlord... Comcast and said, hey, look... Help us get rid of this bitch. Um, you know, and do whatever it takes to clear this cloud away from the news division. Today is a huge profit... Um, generator for them so it might hurt a little but it's not going to be horrible 
And I mean, and technically speaking, they were probably still paying her while they were negotiating her exit. So there's that to think about too. Um, as I said in the Kelly collapse, thank you Will for helping name that. Um, her co-workers did not like her. Um, Hoda tried to be very um, welcoming and making Kelly just turned up her nose. Um, Fox has not changed their stance about not wanting her back. They, they're doing very well with um, their primetime lineup. Um, Laura Ingram keeps getting herself into a little bit of trouble. So now that Megan Kelly is available, now Fox has a little bit more leverage to say, tone it down, or we're going to replace you. I don't know if they would do that, but they certainly could. And it would not be very surprising to me if they did. Again, this is all very, um, there's not really anything right now suggesting... Um, that she's going back to Fox. Um, they don't want her. Excuse me. Uh, I think the most likely place is, um, probably like an MSNBC or, uh, even maybe a CNN. Can you imagine if Trump's most hated reporter joined his most hated news network? His head would explode. I'm gonna go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, in the last episode, we talked a little bit about Kelly, um, Kelly Rupa. Why is Kelly Rupa on my mind? <laughs> um, Kevin Spacey, rather. And how he was arraigned, um, this week on, um, indecent assault charges. Now, indecent assault, I don't know, it just sounds really weird to me. Like, even when I haven't had a couple of Sprite and Vodkas, it just sounds like a really weird thing to say. Like, indecent assault. Like, there's ever a decent assault. Like, I don't get that. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it is 12.15. I'm tired and drunk, and I'm doing this because I love you all. And I love the podcast, so yay. <laughs> Anyways, so anyway, um, so he, he he pled not guilty, except he didn't speak, and I don't know if that weird, creepy video had something to do with him not speaking, or if there's another reason. But in any case, um, he went into the court. His attorneys filed the paperwork ahead of time and it was basically done the judge um at the start of the court session was like there was there's one case that has drawn more um drawn media attention but do not speak out do not yell out of my courtroom yada 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 and As far as I know, no one did. But the the weird thing is, um, 
on the way out of the courtroom when he was going back to the airport to catch his flight, and Kevin got pulled over for speeding. Like, how do you go to court for grabbing and jerking off a guy to having probably having to go back to the same court for a goddamn speeding ticket? Now, I'm all about speeding, like... The state of Michigan has asked me not to drive anymore because apparently going 90 and 25 is inappropriate and dangerous. You can't see me, but I'm making a face in quotes. Um, so I, I, I totally get the need for speed. I really do. Uh, but if, if you're just coming from the court because... You jerk off an 18-year-old who then told his mom, who then told the press, who then forced the prosecutors to actually do their jobs. Maybe you don't do this. Maybe you don't speed. I mean, that's just me, though. Uh, and, and in most cases, um, my dearly departed friend, Tasia, um, had gone down to Chicago. This is back when I lived in Michigan. She had driven down to Chicago, and on the way back, she got pulled over. And the cop was trying to force her to pay right away. And she's like, no, I'm fighting this because it's ridiculous. Like, why are you, you know, it's 75, I was going 79. Like, I get it, I was still going over the speed limit, but... I was keeping up with the flow of traffic. Which, if you're ever in Michigan, the best, the best offense you have for speeding is I was keeping up with the flow of traffic. Even if you are the flow of traffic. <laughs> anyway, so, long story short, um, Taish and I actually had to drive down to um, a town on the southern border of Michigan and fight the ticket. And at the end of the day, um, the judge actually did throw it up for her um, because he agreed that it was ridiculous. Um, and, and the same thing could happen here with Kevin Spacey because it's ridiculous. Let's concentrate on him being a douchebag and forcing teenage boys into sexual encounters that they don't want. But, you know, something as human as a speeding ticket? Come on now. We have bigger things to worry about. I'm going to go, and I will be right back. And I'm back. So, um... I'm trying to think of a good segue into this next one, but there's really not one. Um, So let's just flash back to 2016. It's October 2016, and... um, Hillary Clinton was just crushing Donald Trump in the polls. Crushing him. Um, the, the presidency was hers. Magazines were being printed with Madam President. I mean, even though the debate still had to happen, nobody thought that he that Donald Trump was going to out-debate Hillary Clinton. I'm pretty sure even the devil himself knew that. Um, Hillary could have, could debate anybody and win. And then the 
somehow someone leaked the Pussygate tapes. Um, if you don't know what the Pussygate tape is, it's where Donald Trump brags to Billy Bush that he can grab women by the pussy and they let him do it because he's a star. Um, and he can kiss him and whatever he wants to do because he's a star. And in the immediate aftermath, um, the polls plummeted for Trump, but there were people were still very confident that there was a way he could turn it around. Billy Bush, however, had just signed a deal to host the third hour of today, and he was canned. Um, and and maybe there's something. We, maybe we need to look into this third hour of today because um, Megyn Kelly took it and became toxic. Billy Bush's um, was toxic. I think there's something to this. Like, the, that slot is cursed. And, you know, Al Roker is taking over, and I'm wondering what's going to come out about Al Roker now. Um, <laughs> Is Uncle Al a big old pervert? Does he wear white face? Who knows? <laughs> Getting back on track. Um, so Billy Bush was fired and he went into exile for a while. And starting last year, he started to dab his foot back into the water to see how receptive people would be to his comeback. And the answer is, they don't hate him. Um, and it, it, a lot of people are calling NBC's reaction in, in, in overreaction to what happened. You know, he didn't really do anything wrong, yada, yada, yada. Um, you know, Trump was the one who was... Doing the quote unquote locker room talk, not him, not Billy Bush. So he, so Billy Bush, um, wrote an op-ed for New York Times where he said, "Yes, yes, Trump, that was you on the on the recording." Um, and people responded well to it. And he, as far as I know, he hasn't done any like public appearances, at least not on television. Maybe he popped up at, like, a grocery store opening or, a, you know, at a strip club or something. But he hasn't really done anything significant until now. Um, for those of you who watch the entertainment, um, nightly programs, Entertainment Tonight, um, hard copy, extra. Extra is moving to your Fox stations. Um, New York, Dallas... Charlottesville, um, Detroit, um, I actually in Detroit, I think Extra already airs, um, on, on the Fox station. Anyway, so Fox stations have, um, cleared, cleared a spot and they're bringing Extra over. And part of this new revamp for Extra is... Billy Bush is going to be one of the anchors. Now, this is not a surprise. Um, for a very long time, he hosted Access Hollywood um, before making the move over to NBC. 
So this is an area where he's quite the expert. Um, and the people who watch those programs already love him. So it's not like, oh my goodness, you know, that you're brand new. This is someone who's very comfortable in, in the role and people are comfortable with him. I'm going to go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. Um, and in my continuing effort to um, make something in- incredibly special out of this chunk of words, we're going to continue to talk about the Oscars tonight um, as part of our Drunk Gossip Drunk Awards segment. Um, so, we've, we've already talked to death about the Kevin Hart stuff. He went on... um, on Good Morning America and they asked him about it and 14 times he said I don't want to talk about this anymore okay boo boo kitty then don't go on talk shows guess what you're big news you were hosting the Oscars you had a controversy and now you're not hosting the Oscars you're a big story that's how this works that's how celebrity works you're going to be asked these questions in any news organization worth their salt is going to ask you. They're not going to do the fluff pieces that you want, okay? Um, but again, I don't want to talk about Kevin Hart. Um, instead, let's talk about who's going to host. And right now, that appears to be nobody. Why, um, why doesn't somebody want this prestigious job? You know... Um, after, after Ellen hosted her, her talk show, seen a huge uptick in the ratings for a very long time. Same thing with Jimmy Kimmel. Actually, Jimmy Kimmel, when he, um, he always had the after show rule, and that did really well, and that also helped raise his ratings, but when he hosted, his late night show did very, very well in the ratings, and actually competed with Colbert, and Jimmy Fallon, like, gave them an actual run for their money. Um, actors who have hosted that had a movie coming out, you know, maybe that are, we don't know what effect it had on the box office, but what we do know is a lot of them, um, if the movie was already out, the movie actually seen an uptick in box office receipts after the star hosted but here's the flip side to that nobody wants to host because there are offensive tweets or social media posts or statements that everybody has made and it's too scary right now um you know I I think someone like Melissa McCarthy probably could get away um she could probably host and get away with it. But since she's a likely nominee this year, um, and at one point she was a front runner, front runner to win. Um, now she's only likely to get nominated because Gaga and Glenn Close are battling it out to see who's going to win. Maybe they'll cancel each other out and Melissa McCarthy can win. Um, or, maybe, or maybe Melissa McCarthy's movie came out um, too early. And she's lost her momentum. In any case, 
Um, um, she's probably one of the only people in Hollywood who could host without any kind of controversy. Um, so what they're planning on doing, and this no hosting is not something brand new. Um, if you go back to 1989, um, there was no host. It was a creepy, weird show, but there was no host. Um, and, sorry about that, it wouldn't be a, a show if I didn't sneeze or cough or burp or say um or fuck. So I think you've gotten them all now. <laughs> so, the, the 89 Oscars were just a creep fest, um, but this year, I think I might be trying to clear that out and do something different this year. Will there be, you know, will anyone ever want to host again? Of course. This is a show that is watched by more than a billion people around the world. Um, here in America, it's usually seen by more than 40 to 50 million um, and the demographic is super duper high. Um, I don't know it offhand. I know it used to be a big portion. Um, and, and that's slowly come down a little bit. But, I mean, if you have a movie to sell or if you're on a, you know, you're an Oscar winning actor or actress on a show, being seen by a billion people, not too shabby, especially if you know, that show is on, if it's on a network, they could very easily plug it with, um, an after show, which is what they're doing this year. Um, they're going to have Whiskey Cavalier after the Oscars. Um, so if you're an Oscar-winning star, Viola Davis has How to Get Away with Murder. If they had a Viola host, they could have, um, play the fall, the, um, Winter premiere right after last year's and boom, highest ratings that that show has ever seen. I'm just saying, you know, finding a host should not be this hard. I'm gonna go and I'll be right back. And I'm back. And let's talk about this $150 billion divorce. Um, that number fluctuates depending on who you talk to. I've heard as high as $167 billion. And as low as $130 billion. But can we all please just sit here and agree that there's a lot of money at stake in this divorce. Uh, I'm of course talking about the Jeff Bezos divorce. Um, and this is actually astoundingly close to me because for those of you that don't know, Amazon has decided to have one of their two new worldwide quarters located right here in New York City. Um, so Jeff Bezos and his wife have been married um, since before Amazon was even a twinkle in, in Jeff's eyes. So they didn't have a prenup because they didn't have a pot to piss in. That's not true. They were, I don't want to say they were wealthy, but they, they had some money. 
Um, but nowhere near the amount that they have now. So they announced very subtly and and whatever on social media earlier this week that they were getting a divorce. Now this this was automatically going to be big big news. The world's richest man is divorcing his wife. We all wanted to know what the hell was going to happen next. We were watching with bated breath. Just try and see what was going to happen. What was going to be said. And then a funny thing happened. It came out that Jeff Bezos was a douchebag. And for those of you that think that I'm being facetious, I'm not. I'm really, really not. He's been cheating on his wife with an um, L.A. TV personality by the name of Lauren Sanchez. And this this whole thing came tumbling out because Lauren showed some racy text from Jeff to her to a buddy, to a, to a friend. And that friend went running, running to the National Enquirer. Now, here's where it gets a little sticky because... Um, it's a little bit unclear how this happened because the National Enquirer actually got a hold of the text and the pictures that were sent to... Lauren Sanchez by Jeff Bezos. So I don't know if, like, Lauren sent screenshots and was like, look at my lover. Or if this is Lauren herself and she was manufacturing this story to um, get the Bezos marriage to end. But there's a little twist to this whole thing, too, because Lauren herself is married. Yes, she was cheating on her husband with Jeff Bezos. So this just became a big soap opera story. But at the center of it is Jeff's marriage. Because they didn't have a prenup, as I mentioned earlier. And they live in Washington State. Um, Their hometown is Seattle. And in Washington State, it's community property, which means they're going to have to split everything 50-50. Which means his wife is walking away with at least $65 billion. And here is the horror of the whole story. I know, are you guys prepared for this? Jeff Bezos is going to fall from being the richest man in the world to the fourth richest man. I mean, maybe we should start a GoFundMe so he doesn't have to eat ramen every night. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine him having to order his own food or cook his own food? I mean, oh my God, that's just like, oh, ugh. Um, <laughs> and for the record, you can buy drunk gossip for $65 billion. Um, and the good thing is, I know how to make my own food. 
Anyways, we're going to stand up with the Jeff Bezos story because I'm sure that there's going to be many more twists and turns along the way, darlings. Until then, I'm going to raise my plastic cup full of Sprite and vodka and say cheers. <laughs>